Hello everybody and welcome to this new episode. My name is Sarah and this is Amsterdamus, the podcast that introduces you to amazing women from Amsterdam. My guest for today works in a field that many people still imagine to be very male-dominated, because she is a goldsmith. After years of being out of the industry and working in other jobs, she has finally decided to follow the profession that she loves. My guest for today is Josephine Osman. Hi Josephine, thanks for being with me today. Ah, thank you very much, Sarah. 16 years ago, you trained to become a goldsmith. What made you choose this profession back then? Oh, um, that's a, a long story. <laughs> um, I'm from Denmark. I'm born in Denmark. And I, um, I just got out of high school. And I knew that I didn't want to study for longer education. And I wanted to do some more creative work. So I did. Um, I started to draw and I did some goldsmithing uh, lessons. I loved it so much <laughs> and the feeling of uh, losing time and the surrounding, then I knew, okay, this is what I wanted to do uh, in my future. And then I was searching for schools outside of Denmark, uh, in Germany, on London or in the Netherlands. And then I decided to go to the Fachschool in Schoonhoven uh, because it had a school for three years and a one year internship. Yeah, so I, uh, I've moved to Holland and <laughs> first I was an au pair for uh, eight months to learn the Dutch language. How many other women were with you in these classes? Uh, at school in my goldsmith department, there was like, uh, there was like uh, 75% was, uh, was girls. And uh, so that was, uh, and uh, this goldsmith self, this um, goldsmith, I said, the Fachschool in Schoonhoven, they also had like other uh, different departments like silversmith and watchmaking and to become a jury. And there you saw the difference from uh, uh, girls or boys. Where was this difference coming from? So I assume in silversmithing there were more boys. So why is becoming a goldsmith something typical for, for girls? Yeah, I think uh, the jewelry making, like making uh, beautiful stuff to work with small, fine things, I think that attracts uh, girls. How long did you work as a goldsmith and why did you stop? I worked for three and a half years as a goldsmith, as a profession. Uh, why I stopped at that uh, company where I worked, uh, they had to uh, make some progress into the, in the company, so I... Uh, I had to leave because I was not needed, but then I found another job uh, within goldsmithing in Germany. At that time, it was easier to find work as a goldsmith. What is your favorite piece that you have designed back then and for whom was that? Um, my favorite piece that I made during the time all these years, uh, I think it has been uh, wedding rings for uh, my friends. And then you can uh, customize uh these rings for them. Yeah, it's a very nice job. It's it's a nice project because it's a lot of emotions 
uh, to hear uh, back in their stories what they have to tell and why they want the design and and the love is in the air. Yeah? So it's a it's a good atmosphere to uh, to work with the lovely uh, couple. <laughs> If you enjoyed it so much to design such personal pieces for, for couples, why did you stop and why did you start different jobs in completely different fields? Yeah, it's different reasons. I think I I saw there was more job in it, op opportunities to work as um, with my Danish language. And um, so I kind of dropped it. I thought I will have it in a sideline as a hobby. <laughs> and um, so I I. It was easier for me to find job as uh, a Danish uh, customer in a customer service department. So uh, the goldsmith was always in my background. So what's the reason that you're now returning into this field? What inspired you to do that? Yeah, the reason that I returned back to goldsmithing now is I think it's because of um, my young child. <laughs> I think she inspired me to uh, follow my uh, dreams, to look into the future of where I want to be when I'm getting old, actually. <laughs> and then uh, also to do what I love to do the most. Yeah, but I think I I didn't have this mindset of taking this big jump to go back to this independent, unsecure lifestyle as a goldsmith. <laughs> and um, also... I think the last uh, years I changed my view of a job you want to do. I also found a sewing education for eight months and it was three days a week. And it was perfect combination for for the education. For me as to doing this uh, education and, and to keep up my uh, family lifestyle, then I wanted to have more experience in the Industri uh, industrial uh, sewing machine uh, and then I worked as a volunteer by Borromini. Yeah, I just found out I really wanted to work with my hands and and then you go back again in a circle of, yeah, what do you really want to do? Eh? <laughs> in the end, when you finish, when I finished um, as a volunteer at this company, so um Do you think that even these days the craft industry is still strongly male dominated and if yes what are the reasons? Yeah, it's it's, it's yes and no. I I don't really know about that, but I think it's like a, a general view of what people have of of the ideas of what's only for men. So I cannot really say it's it's in another way it's not that You have to be strong to be able to hit a nail, you know, with a big hammer. But it's also um, to know how to use the hammer, like technically correct. Or so you don't need to be strong to to let the hammer do its work. <laughs> That's what you learn. I I think there's so many reasons that the the craft industry is so male dominated. Traditional reasons like going back in generations or um family related or cultural difference I, i don't know but i do see this <laughs> a lot of um of females uh, uh more female in this new generation so there are more opportunities for the young girls to work in the craft industry do you think that old crafts like goldsmithing for example are currently disappearing 
If yes, why are they so unattractive for young people? Is it the insecurity that you mentioned earlier? Or maybe the, the salary they can make with this? Uh, yes, um, there's, of course, two things within it. Um, first of all, uh, it's the crafting. It's it's like a this old-fashioned uh, way of working. And it's maybe not so... I mean, if you want to earn money, you have to work with diamonds or... You have to be social now on social media. You have to be really like uh, on the top. <laughs> um, but it's not only about just making the jewelry. It's also everything around you. So you have to be an like, entrepreneur. You have to do your marketing yourself. You have to have a good plan in what you want to do. There's a whole business plan behind. So it's. Uh, I think what if I look back, if I think back of what I will Uh, need when I was a young goldsmith at the school I think I will need more like business like numbers like how do you do this in practice and not just only make a beautiful ring <laughs> yeah also today it's, it's more uh, like this IT world uh, you can be an engineer as a girl now again and I think it's more uh, mixed nowadays <laughs> Which advices would you give women that want to start working in crafts as well? The advice is to to do what you love <laughs> and really see if it's your passion to do it. Talk with your friends about it and share your passion. And, and you will see there will be uh, open doors, new doors that will open for you. So I, I think it will be also a good start if... If you want to open your own company, for example, or start as a independent to begin with a, another person, then you will also be stronger in uh, taking all the big decisions and uh, money-wise. And, and also another tip, I think, is to, yeah, you really need to trust in yourself and dare to take a risk. <laughs> be brave and just jump into it. <laughs> You are currently looking for opportunities. What would be your ideal job and what would you like to produce and design? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for new, new opportunities uh, to work as a goldsmith. Um, I did got, uh, I, I have now a uh, work coach yeah, the last month and she's helping me a lot. And my uh, ideal job or my dream job think it will be to work with uh, other goldsmiths or other creative people in a studio or another platform and still be able to make uh, money enough money to survive and what I would like to produce and design I, I think I would still like to make wedding rings because it's so so emotional you get really into you really get people to know <laughs> and design wise yeah I think um Uh, a way of designing of this is like more future plan like how can you change your thought like into a better world or work with uh, fair trade products maybe also with more technology into uh, the jewelry could also be exciting maybe to work with uh, in combination with other people who has more experience with that so but that's more in the future <laughs> I will make sure to put all your information in the show notes in case there were now people listening that feel like I want this woman to design our wedding yeah. rings. <laughs> They yeah. can yeah. definitely reach out to you. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. And I wish you all the best for your career. 
Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> and this also marks the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Stay tuned if you want to meet more amazing women from Amsterdam. And please don't forget to follow Amsterdamers on Instagram and on Facebook. Thanks and take care, everybody. Bye.